This is Made in Montana News on the Treasure State Radio Network. I'm Jay Scott. The off-and-on blockade of the U.S.-Canada border north of Shelby appears to have ended after the Royal Canadian Mounted Police arrested more than a dozen people for planning violence against law enforcement. The arrest came after Prime Minister Justin Trudeau invoked the Emergencies Act, a 1988 law that gives the government broad quell unrest during a national emergency. The Emergencies Act allows law enforcement to prohibit travel in specific areas, including border crossings and Parliament Hill. After the arrest, the RCMP found three trailers full of military-grade weapons near the protest site near Shelby, including guns, ammunition, and multiple sets of armor. Before the act was invoked, law enforcement was able to clear and reopen the border between Windsor, Ontario, and Detroit, Michigan, a key gateway for trade between the U.S. and Canada. Federal inspectors have placed the state psychiatric facility on immediate jeopardy status, the most serious deficiency designation that carries sanctions for facilities receiving federal reimbursement dollars. The move comes after inspectors from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services revisited the Montana State Hospital in Warm Springs last week. That inspection came after the Montana State News Bureau questioned how the federal agency approved an inspection of the facility in September that found staffing numbers were well below the level needed to prevent patients from falling. Inspectors found patients had fallen 113 times between June and August of 2001, and employees told inspectors staffing records had been altered to remove patients whose needs required one-on-one attention from staff. Ed Strafman, a Bozeman Democrat and representative who chairs the legislative committee charged with oversight of the state health department, on Wednesday called the findings quite alarming, quote, I understand that the status means that patients' lives are in grave danger, and my committee will move with the most haste we can compel the department to respond and take steps to correct it. Roughly 40% of positions at the state hospital are vacant, according to November figures from the Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services. A federal judge has ruled that the Federal Office of Surface Mining did not analyze sufficiently the environmental impacts when it approved the expansion of the Rosemud Mine in southeast Montana. That mine provides coal to the coal strip power plant. The Rosebud Mine is a nearly 26,000-acre surface mine located near Coal Strip. In 2011, Westmoreland Rosebud Mining, LLC, which owns and operates the mine, requested a mine plan modification from the Office of Surface Mining Reclamation and Enforcement to exercise its existing lease rights for 6,500-acre expansion. The expansion is expected to yield approximately 71 million tons of coal and extend the op- the mine by eight years, That's according to a federal court filing. 
Coal from the mine is almost exclusively sent to the coal strip power plant, according to that filing. In November of 2018, the Montana Department of Environmental Quality and the Federal Office of Surface Mining Reclamation and Enforcement jointly issued the final environmental impact statement on the mine expansion. In June of 2019, the Office of Surface Mining approved the expansion request. Shortly after the approval, several groups filed suit over the expansion, claiming the approval violated the National Environmental Policy Act and Endangered Species Act. Last October, a Montana district judge halted expansion plants, saying that the Department of Environmental Quality ignored state and federal rules. Now, U.S. Magistrate Judge Timothy Cavan ruled that the Office of Surface Mining failed to take a hard look at cumulative impacts to surface waters, the potential costs of greenhouse gas emissions, and water withdrawals from the Yellowstone River. Judge Cavan said a three-sentence environmental impact study of the impact on surface water was not sufficient analysis. Ann Hedges, the Director of Policy and Legislative Affairs for the Montana Environmental Information Center, said, quote, Once again, a court has found that the Office of Surface Mining is cutting corners and ignoring the harm that the Rosebud Mine is causing to water quality and quantity. It's a relief that the court recognized this large mine expansion will make those problems worse, she said. Judge Cavan wrote that the Office of Surface Mining's analysis of greenhouse gas emissions was arbitrary and its justification for not using social cost of carbon protocol to study the harm from greenhouse gas emissions lacked merit. The Office of Surface Mining argued that they were only required to study downstream emissions from coal combustion not other impacts related to power plant operations, an argument Judge Cavan said was baseless. Quote, ultimately, OSM offered no reasoned analysis whatsoever in support of its decision, he wrote. Parties to the lawsuit now have 14 days to file objections to Cavan's preliminary ruling. A new study finds that when scavenging bears drive wolves away from tasty carcasses, the wolves will kill less often. The reasons for this unexpected finding are explored in a new study by researchers at the University of Montana, Yellowstone National Park, Norwegian Institute for Natural Research, and others. The work was published in the scientific journal Ecological Monographs. Research has shown that larger cat species kill more often when sharing hunting ground with bears. Bears drive them away from kill sites, and the cats are forced back to hunting, driving up their predator kill rates. Dr. Matthew Metz, a research associate with the Yellowstone Wolf Project, says this dynamic differs for wolves. The researchers suspect wolves stick around more to defend their kills or they move back and forth from kill sites more often to avoid confrontation with bears. Metz says wolf behavior is also greatly impacted by the seasons. In winter, wolves experience less competition when bears hibernate. 
In summer, wolves are denning and raising pups, which affects their foraging behavior since they must care for their young. The Lewis and Clark County Board of Commissioners has approved the spending of about $10,000 on anti-racism training for Lewis and Clark public health employees to help them better serve minority county residents. According to the LPHS's 2021 Community Health Assessment, non-white Lewis and Clark County residents have a higher rate of disabilities. Among black residents, the rate is three times higher than it is among their white neighbors. The same assessment found that between 2017 and 2019, the county's death rate for cardiovascular disease among Native American residents was nearly twice that of white residents. Helena Mayor Wilmot Collins, who sits on the Joint City-County Health Board, spoke in favor of the training. Quote, This is about creating an environment that my diverse neighbors will feel comfortable in and showing us some of the things we need to do to help them feel comfortable. The county's portion of the bill, about $10,000, is coming from the general fund with the remainder being paid for by grant money from the National Association of Chronic Disease Directors. The county commissioners approved the request two to one. Commissioner Tom Rolfe cast the lone vote in opposition and said he hopes the training is apolitical. Migration routes for wildlife across the country are in peril, but tribes could get more support from Congress to protect those corridors. The Tribal Wildlife Corridors Act would send $50 million a year in grants for Native American efforts to improve wildlife habitat. Shailen Miller, Wildlife Connectivity Coordinator for the Native American Fish and Wildlife Society, said animals don't recognize political boundaries. She added that this legislation would ensure that they can travel safely across a checkerboard of lands while reinforcing tribal sovereignty to maintain corridors. Quote, Tribes are severely underfunded and at a huge disadvantage due to extremely limited resources, she said, especially when compared to state or federal wildlife agencies. Migration corridors are especially important for big game species such as elk, mule deer, and pronghorn. More than 20 tribal nations and organizations have supported the legislation so far. There are, of course, 12 federally recognized tribes in Montana. In the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, $350 million has been set aside over five years for the Wildlife Crossings pilot program. Gasoline prices across Montana are rising. Producer Saudi Arabia is signaling it won't pump more oil and won't push for changes to an agreement with Russia that has kept a lid on oil production levels. The Biden administration dispatched two high-level officials on Wednesday to talk about the range of issues including global energy supplies. Two Saudi officials told the Associated Press that the Saudi energy minister informed the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, that's OPEC, of the kingdom's commitment to the group's current roadmap of cautious monthly increases. 
The Saudi and Russian-led alliance, it's known as OPEC+, Plus, calls for gradual increases to oil production as the world continues to emerge from the pandemic. But geopolitical events have already been revolving and driving market volatility. President Joe Biden said gas prices could increase further if Russia invades Ukraine. Benchmark crude is now about $95 a barrel, its highest level in eight years. AAA says the current national average for a gallon of regular gas is $3.50, up 40% from this time last year. Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman oversees the kingdom's major policy decisions and day-to-day affairs. An intelligence report concluded that Prince Mohammed likely approved the operation that killed a Saudi and Washington Post journalist in 2018. The Trump administration refused to prosecute Prince Mohammed, and the Biden is continuing that refusal. Saudi Arabia has the capacity to produce 12 million barrels a day. Its output is around 10 million barrels a day. That's in line with OPEC plus curbs made during the coronavirus pandemic to keep prices up despite lower demand. The higher oil prices are also a boon to the economies of both Saudi Arabia and Russia as Moscow faces possible Western sanctions over Ukraine. If you need to hear this report again, please check the podcast on our Treasure State Radio or KGRT-DB webpages. Made in Montana News is podcast worldwide with listeners in 46 U.S. states and Canadian provinces in 24 countries on six continents. Made in Montana News is heard on the Treasure State Radio Network, including KMEH, 100.1 FM in Helena, Elkhorn Mountains Radio in Jefferson County, Homegrown Radio in Bozeman, King Rest Radio in Billings, and Rescast Radio on the Fort Peck Reservation. We also want to welcome some new friends and listeners to our list of stations. PIVA Radio of the Northern Cheyenne Nation and Crow Res Radio of the Crow Nation. That's Made in Montana News. I'm Jay Scott. This is the Treasure State Radio Network.